0: Hey there, folks, and welcome back to Guilds and Goblins, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff adventures. I'm Zizi Jamaloo, your host and guild master, joined as always by my brother, Zach. I play Zachamedes, a goblin egg-chanter with a hunger for magical secrets and also food. And my teammates are Lola Rabbit and Scully the Squid. Yeah, Lola Rabbit here. I play Lolandra, a were-rabbit, and Nature Mage. Who doesn't they uh, guff from anybody?
1: I'm Scully, but I play Skull and Bones, a skeleton pirate and trickster who likes shiny things.
0: Oh, thanks, I like how you each added a detail about your characters today. We should do that more often. Oh, quick, 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 I want to get to the adventure. Zack, we haven't even gotten a question yet. Plus, you're all ready to level up into some new rules. Yay!
1: But can I stick with the starter rules?
0: Sure, thing, Gully. These rules are simple enough that you can take them or leave them.
1: All right, right tell us about it already. So
0: today we'll be playing
1: with heart
0: and harm. Oh, oh, I read about these. Of course you did. Heart's what you get for doing, like, kind and thoughtful things. And it can be used to do extra cool stuff in the game. That's right, and harm is what happens when people and things get hurt. And it's important to note that people can have their feelings hurt, not just their bodies. Oh, that makes sense. And I think I read that harm almost always goes both ways. Look at you, Lowlander, reading the rules. Like I'm going to let Zach be the only know-it-all in the room. Yeah, so we don't want to just harm everything we come across, because that'll make for a very short game, as you'll get harmed too.
1: Uh, but but I don't have to worry about hurt and harm if I don't want to. No, Scully, every player can stick with the starter rules as
0: long as they want. We're still all playing the same game. Okay, now we've got two questions today. A writing question from a listener and a recording from a patron. But let me guess, they're too secret to play. You guessed right, but I can at least tell you. That Maeve sent in a question about fairies. And our patron Iris sent in a question about aliens. Now we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll jump right back into our Guilds and Goblins adventure. And we're back! Okay, adventurers, do you remember where we left off?
1: Yeah, we were in the misty meadows. Uh-huh, we'd stop the dinosaurs and the ballerinas from fighting. Yeah, and we rescued
0: that, uh, that
1: Goblin Master Tinker lady, but she didn't know how to fix
0: the Trumpet of Travel. That's right, you still need to remove the curse from the Trumpet of Travel to free all of your guild leaders and people. La, it is a very powerful spell They are asking me to break, says the Master Tinker. Looking at the trumpet of travel, I'm going to need some special secret ingredients. Okay, oh, uh, wh- what can we get you? The old master artificer has a twinkle in her eye as she looks to the three of you. First, you will need to find what you have lost. Ah, greater a riddle. Then you shall need to gather a memory of the sun. A memory of the sun. Uh. Now I will make my way back to Tinker Town. You can meet me there when you have gathered these magical ingredients. Uh, can we get a quick hint before you walk off into the mist? Hint? You think I'm gonna give you a hint? <laughs> I'm an ancient mad scientist. You're lucky I make any sense at, all. No sense at all. And with that, she disappears into the misty meadows. No, oh, for crying out loud! Uh, if I use a heart, will you tell us the answer? I'm um, sorry, Zach. That's not exactly how it works. You can use hearts to to try something really difficult that you might not normally be able to do. Or to help a friend with a role they just failed, or even to heal someone who's been harmed. But they can't just do everything magical, because then the game would be too easy. Come on, you two, we can figure this out. We've already got the best clues of all. What do you mean? The what if questions. But we don't know what they are! We don't have to know the whole question, but we do know ones about fairies and ones about aliens. So I bet we'll find our ingredients with fairies or aliens! (laughs) I knew I shouldn't have told you anything about the questions!
1: Aha! Now we know you're onto something, Lolandra! Or maybe the GM's just trying to trick us. It doesn't matter, it's the only leads we get! It's not the only leads, we also have the riddles! We've got to find where we have lost, and then we have to gather a memory of the sun. Okay, I'm really confused by that one. Oh, we've lost um all of our people. Yeah, no, but they're
0: in the trumpet, so it's like we know where they are.
1: Can we look at ourselves and, and see if we're missing anything? Okay, great. I want you all to roll, learn. And Scully,
0: if you're sticking with the starter rules, that just means you roll a d20.
1: Oh, easy. Okay. we're 12. I got an eleven. Come on,
0: come on, come on, come on! Ooh, a nineteen. Oh wait, but uh, but I get a minus one die four to learn rolls. Okay, a seventeen. So Lola, you're the first to realize that you're missing a sock. But then Zach and Scully, we're missing
1: socks too, are we? Oh, my skeleton bone feet are going to be so cold in my boots. Oh, that's weird. We each just missing one sock. I mean, isn't everyone missing one sock? Oh, at least.
0: I feel like I lose another sock every time I do laundry. Zach, you've only done the laundry once. And I lost all the socks. Okay, this is definitely a clue. So now we gotta find some aliens or or, or some fairies. Um, oh, maybe I could make a tree grow extra, extra high. And we climb up so high that that we meet some.
1: Oh that's a great idea. I was gonna make myself into a bone ladder, but I don't think I'd go that high.
0: I was gonna use an egg of chicken wings, but those wings are really little. That sounds like a great plan. Although there aren't many trees in the Misty Meadow.
1: Oh, I'm a pirate. I must have a map of the lands of Varend. You sure do. Alright, what's the nearest woodlands to the Misty Meadows? Well, that would happen to be the Fairy Forest.
0: I wonder if we might find some fairies there. (laughs) Only one way to find out. Lead the way, Skull and Bones. Skullin, with your map and natural piratey abilities, you're out of the Misty Meadows before lunch. Yeah, I'm gonna find the nearest tree I can. Yeah, let's see if there are any fairies just, you know, hanging out. Uh, You're not so lucky. It's daytime, and Zachomedes, you would know that fairies tend to be more active at night. Oh, we can't wait that long. We're on a mission, so I find the tree and use my were-rabbit nature-mage magic to make it grow. Can I use some egg-chanter magic to to help it even more? Great idea. We'll call that a team roll, so each of you gets to roll wonder, and you take the best roll. Why oh, I get to add a d4 to wonder. I rolled 13 plus 2, 15! I only rolled a 4. Well, then good thing you two were working together. Yeah, yeah, I-, I use an egg that glows brighter when I get close to something magical. And that's how you find the most magical tree in the fairy forest. And then
1: Lolandra and Zacamedes working together.
2: Make it
0: grow and
1: grow and grow. Uh, I'll still turn myself into a ladder so we can get up to those first branches. Nice. So you're able to climb
0: as it's growing, getting higher and higher all the way up into the sky.
1: You see a bright flash of light as you break through the canopy of trees. And
0: then suddenly, you're in darkness.
1: Weird. I thought it was lunchtime.
0: But the sky's dark above the trees anyway except for a few pinpoints of floating light that seem to move and shimmer and start gathering towards you curiously. I hold up my egg of detection. Are these creatures magical? They are indeed. I jump up and down with my big were-rabbit legs, and I wave my arms and my ears, and I say, hey, hey, fairies over here, we need your help, quick! And two lights seem to break off. From a pack of fairies, as they get closer to you, they seem to change and take shape. One of them is a soft violet light, wrapped up in fold after fold of a rough woven robe, so you can barely see the light within. The other... Had long, pointed ears like a fairy, and trailed fairy dust, but in all other ways, resembled a smooth wooden toy of a dog. Wearing a maroon vest and shorts, the dog fairy speaks up first. Do you have any idea what
2: you've just done?
0: What do you mean I just grew a tree? You should be thanking me. The robed fairy spoke up. Oh, I love this big, beautiful tree, but I wish you'd at least checked with us fairies first.
2: You find the most magical tree in the forest, and you think you can just cast a spell on it? You've let the Sun Snappers find
0: us! We're sorry, we're sorry we didn't know. We needed your help, and... I'm afraid
1: there's no time for that. We've all gotta hide before the hoardlings get here. <coughs> Hordlings? That doesn't sound good. And indeed, at that moment,
0: you hear a skittering down below you. And it seems to be getting closer. You can't see it yet. But something, or some things, are climbing up the tree. Listen, we're new adventurers. We didn't mean any harm.
2: That's what every adventurer says before they trounce through our forest, casting spells willy-nilly, said the wooden dog fairy.
0: "'Seek, Seek, they're never going to learn if we just yell at them,' said the robed fairy. "'Oh,
2: Hyde, you think every moment's a teachable moment, even when hoardlings are climbing up the elder tree,'
0: said the fairy named Seek. "'Every moment can be a teachable moment, and right now we should teach everyone how to hide,' said the one called Hyde. "'Fine, come follow us,' and Seek bounds off into the darkness.' seeming to jump from one invisible object to the next. Uh, point of order. All we see is darkness and a few fairy lights. Oh, Seek, can you lend them a few lenses of the lost? Uh, no time, no time, no
1: time. But Seek pulls out three pairs of glasses and tosses them to you. Can maybe be an eye patch? Since I don't have eyes anyway. Okay, fine. Oh, then I want mine to be goggles. That
0: better suits my steampunk wizard aesthetic. Okay, Zach, good vocab. Didn't well, uh, I want mine to be a monocle? And, you know, class up my whole web rabbit persona a little bit. Okay, your lenses are an eye patch, goggles, and a monocle. And as soon as you put them on, you can see a hundred tiny objects floating in the darkness. Blocks, rocks, sticks, socks, the last piece of a puzzle, or board game, or chessboard, even a dusty old doll.
1: Do we see our own socks?
0: Do you want to spend time searching for them?
1: Oh, I I think we should follow the fairies.
0: Might be a good idea, Zack. And as you jump and bounce from one lost object to the next to the next, you see these little creatures climbing up the elder tree. And they seem to be made up of old trash and lost objects, just like the ones you're jumping on. You see, says Hyde, catching Zachamedes, as he almost slips off an old playing card. We fairies are protectors of all things lost and forgotten.
2: Whereas hoardlings are mindless collectors of junk. Which they simply use to make more hoardlings.
0: <laughs> and one of the junky old hoardlings, close on your heels, grabs some sticks and stones out of the floating blackness, and then takes an old battery and sticks it on its back. And. <laughs> another hoardling? Lolandra asks, uh, how do we defeat these things? Yeah, can, can Zachimedes create an egg shield around everyone? Go ahead and roll wonder, Zach. Okay, I get a plus d4. Oh, that's only an eight! The magic of this fairy realm somehow messes with your enchantment, and your shield is much flimsier than usual. A few hordlings bounce off of it, and it's already starting to crack.
1: Can I pull off some of my bones and stick them against the cracks to, to reinforce the shield? Ooh, give me a roll! Okay, a thirteen?
0: A few hordlings bump into your bones and fall off into the darkness. Sorry, little creatures.
2: Ah, don't worry about them. They're indestructible.
0: Just keep putting themselves back together. Hide and seek lead you to a little dollhouse made of a hundred missing pieces of other dollhouses. They shut the doors and windows tight and huddle with you in a corner. Zachomedes will will whisper really quietly, Hey, you mentioned something about sun snappers? Oh, yes. The sun's always been trying to find our secret hideout. And flash its light on us. And now that it did, and you grew a tree right into our hideout, the hoardlings have found us and can come and go as they please. Seek's voice got really loud there for a second. I get a roll and see if the hoardlings hear you. <sighs> a five. They're gathering junk and lost items far off, but they are getting closer. Hey, hey Zizi, yeah? Can Lolandra still sense the Elder Tree? Sure, it's got really powerful magic. Okay, I want to try to reach out to its branches and and get it to to grab as many of these hoodlings as it can. That's really powerful magic for a low-level character. Oh, can I use a heart to, to let me do it? Exactly, that's what they're for. Now roll wonder. Okay, I get no bonuses or penalties. That's a nat 20! Wow, you used a heart and you rolled a natural 20? The elder tree's branches curl and crack. Snapping up every single hoardling in the secret hideout and flinging <laughs> them all back to the ground.
2: I've never seen magic like that. You must truly respect nature.
0: But as long as that tree's in our hideout, the hoardlings will just keep rebuilding and coming up here. If I can make it back to the tree, can I shrink it back down to its normal size?
2: I don't know. It's worth a shot, though, right? Good luck.
0: Oh, Seek, let's go help them.
2: Ugh, fine. But if I get turned back into a hoardling, it's on you, Hyde.
0: Back into a hoardling?
2: Yeah, a hoardling can come to life and stop being a mindless creature if given a true purpose.
0: Like Seek here, who helps me find the lost and hidden things. With his wooden dog nose
1: and keen, pointy ears.
0: <laughs> oh, stop.
1: Yeah, seriously. There's no time to lose.
0: When you leave the dollhouse, you see you've got a problem. There's nothing lost in sight except for a single sock with a skull and crossbones symbol on it. But it's too far away for you to reach, and it's in the other direction from the Elder Tree.
1: Huh, it's my lost sock. Zeke, we need that sock to save our people. If we do our best to save yours, can you help us out?
2: Our people wouldn't need saving if it weren't for you and the...
0: Seek, they know. They're trying. They're learning.
2: Right. Hide. You get them to the tree.
1: I'll meet you there.
0: And Seek, doggy paddles into the darkness toward the far-off Sock.
1: If I um, start throwing my bones into the secret hideout, will they count as lost things and then we can bounce from one bone to the next? How can I say no to an idea like that? But it's still going to
0: be dangerous. Each of you needs to roll dare to make it to the tree safely.
1: Well, that's just a regular roll for me. And nine. Ooh, that's
0: almost good enough. But your bones have been taking a beating today. And one of them cracks as you jump off of it. Ow. That's going to make it a hard roll for the next person to go. Oh, great. Well, I got a bonus to dare. So I'll go next. I rolled a 9 and a 19, so I take the 9. But then I add 2 to it. That's 11. Just barely good enough. You bound off the old bone and take it along with you so Skulling can fix it up later. Okay, I'll I'll try now. Oh, an 8. It's a near miss, Zachomedes. So you're bounding from bone to bone, and you almost make it. But you slip and tumble at the last minute, crashing into the elder tree and you take one harm. Uh Oh, how many harm can I take? Well, if you take three, then you're stunned, and that's really dangerous. So I'm gonna need to be careful. Okay, so we made it to the tree, right? Right. Then I'm going to cast a spell and try to shrink it back down. Oh, can I help again? Normally, yes. But there are hoardlings climbing back up the tree. Uh, I want to crack my yokiest egg and make the tree all slippery so they fall. Cool. Roll wonder. Come on. 13 plus 2, 15. Okay, they're slipping and sliding. None of you will take any harm. From these jagged old piles of junk. Can okay, I'm gonna cast my spell. Or, or try anyway. Ugh, a four. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can I use my heart to, uh, to let her roll that again? Yeah, just tell me what you do to inspire her. Okay, I say, Lolandra, cast this spell and I'll do your homework for a week. Hey, I like doing homework. Fine, then cast this spell and you can do my homework for a week. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Okay, fine, Lolandra. I'm going to give you an extra d4 when you roll this. Okay. Oh, six plus two. That's still not good enough. It's a really big tree and it is shrinking, Lola. But just not fast enough to keep the hordlings away. A few scramble up and over you. And it really hurts. You take one harm. Okay, I'm just going to keep focusing on this spell. You see Seek, doggy paddling back towards you with a black and white sock in his mouth. But there are hoardlings trying to get to him. And some of them have wings made of paper airplanes and fluttery
1: plastic bags. Can I turn myself into, like, a cage and try to trap him? Roll for it. Ugh, a two. You manage to trap
0: a couple, but the rest squeeze through and fly through the blackness straight towards Zeke and the sock you need. Can I have a turn again? Yeah, Zach, everyone's gone, so it's back to you. You can either help out Lolandra with her spell or help out Seek. Or I guess you could just try to get the sock. No way, I'm not leaving Seek. I'm gonna use my egg-tangle egg and throw it at the hoardlings. that I got through the cage. I'll let you roll wonder. Ugh, seven plus two is only nine. Oh, man, this is going badly. One of them's going to reach seek. Can I have it get me instead? I can still take two more harm before I'm stunned. Okay, you jump heroically in the way, and two paper airplane wings poke you in each eye. Ow! Now you've got two harms, Achimedes. so be really careful. Ugh. But I'm also going to give you a heart for that. Okay, I'm gonna roll again. Dice don't fail me now.
2: I'm doing my best there,
0: Lolandra. Yes, an 18! Oh, that was a close one. The tree shrinking out of the fairy's home in the sky, and Hyde says, We can't come out until night, so keep yourself safe until then. And the elder tree sinks back to the forest canopy, leaving the dark sky that was the fairy hideout.
1: I could reach for the sock, but that might let the hoardlings get to us, uh, so I'll just turn into a big bone shield and try to cover Lolandra and Zachomedes. Roll it, Skelly. A thirteen. Your beat-up
0: old bones hold strong, and with the hideout no longer pierced by the elder tree, the hoardlings can't get into it, not even the flying ones. They begin to lose interest and head out of fairy forest. I think we should all rest up in this elder tree. That was a close one. Close? We lost. We didn't get the sock. Well, that night, as you are resting up, you see Hide and Seek come down from their twilight hideaway.
2: Right. You all messed up big today.
0: But you are also very heroic.
2: And, uh, I heard you needed this.
0: And he pulls out your I sock. My sock! Yes. Yes! I write one ingredient down. Thing is, uh... We could maybe use your help. Well, as far as I see, we still owe you one for putting you in danger. Well, the Sun Snappers can put us in danger again. That flash of sunlight was them finding our hideaway. Well, are they bad? Good or bad, if they
1: reveal our secret home, we could have more problems than just hoardlings. Okay, well, how do we get to these Sun Snappers?
0: Well, there's really only one way. <laughs> Uh, we sort of have to send you to, um, uh...
2: Outer space.
0: Why, aliens, I know it! Oh, <laughs> yeah! The end. Well, Zach, Lola, and Scully, I hope you enjoyed your adventure. Maeve and Iris, I hope you enjoyed your story. Now, we didn't quite get to Iris's question, but now you know it involves the sun and aliens, and we'll find out more next week. Oh, man. But we can read Maeve's question. Oh, can I? I always wanted to read the question. Sure. Okay, let me see. It says Maeve asks if her missing socks at night were taken by fairies to play hide-and-seek with. Cool. Thank you, Maeve. Folks at home, if you enjoy What If World and Guilds and Goblins, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.
1: And you can always tell a friend about us, or go to patreon.com slash whatifworld. Yeah, and become a patron for ad-free episodes, a shout-out on the show,
0: and lots more. Speaking of shout out I got one for Beatrice Nathanson. She's seven years old, loves dogs and playing tennis with her dad, and cooking. They're from New York City, but live in Los Angeles now. And I have a mighty roar
2: for her twin sister, Eloise. Also seven, who likes ballet, dance, drawing, art, and books.
0: Then there's Vin, who's seven years old, almost eight, and he loves video games and has a sister named Sydney. Plus, big exists Veruca's five-month-old brother, Rory, who she absolutely adores. And finally, Lorraine from Oakland, California. She's got a little brother named Carson. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, co-creator of What If World, Craig Mattinson, who wrote our theme song, and all you kids who try to donate your old things before they get lost. And turn into hoardlings, Which is like, get really dusty. Until we adventure again, keep wondering.